This is a HeadGum Podcast. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome, one and all, to Proverbs 31 month on Good Christian Fun. For those unfamiliar, Proverbs 31 is the final chapter of the book of Proverbs. It describes the woman of noble character, heaping praise on her for her piousness, industriousness, maternal care, and even her business acumen. For many Christians, Proverbs is synonymous with the biblical definition of what a woman should be. Some of you may be very familiar with Proverbs 31 as a yardstick to be measured against and then smacked with if you dare venture outside the household. We hope to make you familiar with Proverbs 31 as a delightful little ditty about a boss bitch, written by a boss bitch, who we all can aspire to be, lady or not, Christian or not, and who will be something of a mascot for this month of good Christian female fun. Mm. (laughs) This month, we'll also try to answer questions like, can you really have it all? Can you wear anything that allows the shape of your body to be shown? Can you have a body? Are men our spiritual leaders? Is God the ultimate daddy? When are you doing men's month? Are you a Ruth or a Delilah? Are there more options than being a Ruth or Delilah? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And can you please hush because you're in church and the men can't bear to hear your shrieking voice? For the next four weeks, we'll focus in on women in music, movies, and maybe even comedy. We'll take a magnifying glass to all their stuff, picking it apart endlessly, because that's what you do with a lady. But as Proverbs 31.31 says, we'll honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. And yeah, we'll give these ladies credit where credit is due. We'll also be talking to some prominent women, both in the comedy world and the spiritual realm. No ghosts, though. Too spooky. We'll get to hear some of their perspectives on the female experience with and without Christianity here in the U.S. of A. And Kevin will keep silent and nod and be a little cuck like he's supposed to. Come on! (laughs) So grab a tampon and soak up the fun, because this week we listen to Point of Grace, a quartet-turned-trio of rockin' ladies whose music will make you move your feet and stay chased while you're doing it. Let's have some good Christian fun. Yeah! <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> Time's up. I don't know. Time's up. <laughs> tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Um, actually? <laughs> Mint rights. Welcome to Good Christian Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have a little good. Good old Christian Christian fun, baby. Fun, baby. Anyone know that song? No. It's White Lines. Caroline, what is Good Christian Fun? (laughs) I'm zoning out. Why? I'm talking to you. (laughs) Good Christian Fun is a podcast where we talk about uh, Christian pop culture, whether it be music, movies, cartoons, claymation, animation. Women? Women? Or men? 
<laughs> but this month, women. Mostly women. <laughs> this month and only this month. <laughs> women. <laughs> women, you get one month. Yeah. Yeah, this month we're talking about uh, the ladies of Christian pop culture. There's many that we could talk about. So many. There's so many. We might have to do this again someday. <laughs> Don't Some go month. crazy, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give two months to the ladies every calendar year. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, we uh, we talk about uh, the things that Christians make, uh, but we're not here to bash and we're not no. here to either also process. Or, or make, make you, you go. go to church. You finished my sentence. I, I did. Or did I mansplain what our podcast is to you? What's See, it? every interaction is loaded now <laughs> with a tension. It's of like, can I roles. even talk to women? <laughs> <laughs> Proverbs 31. So are we going to, when are we going to actually like break down and like read Proverbs 31? I think uh, you all should be doing that on your personal quiet time. <laughs> yeah, okay. Which the, you do every morning, we just I assume. give the listeners homework. <laughs> We give them quiet time homework. Do you want to just do a straight reading no. of Proverbs 31 no, I on do our not. podcast? Okay. <laughs> I mean, not on this episode, for sure, because we okay. have too much to talk about. Maybe we'll drop like a few verses here and there if they're like pertinent. Sure, 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 sure. Caroline, how's your heart? My heart's good. Uh, you remember last ha- week how I said I was full of pep and optimism? Is that still the case? Nope. This week I'm no. very tired and I want to quit. <laughs> <laughs> want to quit what? I want to quit my job. This show. I want to quit this friendship this with you. This marriage that you're in. <laughs> my marriage. <laughs> no. My marriage is great. My friendship with you is great. Oh, thanks, The job buddy. could go. Okay. That's um, fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm also in the final day of dry January. Didn't have a drop of alcohol this month. You didn't tell me you were doing that. I could have given you some tips and tricks. What would be your tips and tricks? I'd say uh, no matter how much you want to, don't. <laughs> how did I survive this month without that? <laughs> and the best way to break it is to have a celebrity give you a drink. So then you can say, and then that's when, you know, Tom Bosley gave me a margarita. Do you want to talk about your celebrity? No, I've already said it before. And I know Tom (laughs) Bosley's dead. The dad from Happy Days. He's long since passed. Okay, of your... Yeah. Of your friends, who could you call in by like tomorrow morning to offer me like a martini? The celeb status? Yeah. Uh, Anthony Trolley. (laughs) I'll take it. Okay, great. (laughs) Trolley, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Trolley. This is how he finds out. (laughs) How's your heart, Kevin? Well, my heart's good, and I want to talk about it, but first... I want to introduce our special guest for today and make her a oh, part of the conversation of my great. heart. Great. Lucky you. Just real Sweet. quick. Yeah. So, guys, ladies and gentlemen, she is a comedian. She is an actress. You may know her from Curb Your Enthusiasm or Arrested Development. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Tara Perfectly timed. Thank you. <laughs> He's very good at We've it. We've had a little practice doing it perfectly timed. Sing your I'm praise here. to the Lord. Take Come away. on, everybody. It's Tara Copeland, and she's a woman in praise to the Lord. <laughs> so that's the only thing she's got going for her. Soups, her vagina and long, beautiful hair. Tara, thank you so much for joining Gender us on the show. Gender is a construct. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. What are women? What is women? What is women? Welcome, Tara. Welcome, Tara. <laughs> you guys have me realize that the Bible is the biggest mansplain ever perpetuated. Did you on. know the Bible doesn't pass the Bechtel test? <laughs> <laughs> Shocker. 
Uh, if it makes you feel a little bit better, I found out recently that Proverbs 31 was written by a woman. Hmm, so that's something. I thought, you know, this was going to be a man telling me how to live my Sisters life. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Yeah, Maybe that's why. a woman telling me how to live my life. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's about business and family and, you know, all those things. Yes. Sure. We want to have it all. Big, I mean, Proverbs thirty one kind of is about having it all. It is. It's like a because it's, it's both an impossible and. standard. Oh, a thousand percent. So anyway, back to my heart. Yeah, I heard of it. Okay. <laughs> so I, by the time this comes out, this will be a thousand percent irrelevant. A thousand percent irrelevant. <laughs> okay. But I want to talk about the weekend I had real quick. Yes. <laughs> so to recap for the listener, and I guess for Tara, yeah. Caroline and myself, along with two of our friends, one of which is married to Caroline, went to, is that a best way to describe yeah, it? my friend that I'm married to. Yeah, yeah your ex-boyfriend who you broke up with, so you married. We all went to the Star Wars The Last Jedi. Nice. And we went to that. A great film. And we wore shirts that I made for us and designed. That oh that was remember it was a DM. I was on Twitter on Twitter yeah. DMs. I I messaged the three friends and said if I made shirts that said "Feel the Dern," would you guys wear them? Yeah, and we were like, "That's perfect." And then I had to convince my friend that I married to wear it. Yeah. Last minute, he was like, "I don't want to wear that." It's stupid. Yeah, he's like, it's "I'm going to look dumb. I, you can't make me." <laughs> so then, um, maybe you married the wrong friend. It's really triggered a that lot was, for me. That actually, was a breaking point. It feels yeah. like, yeah. So, so we do it. We we go to like the eleven thirty showing. Get out of the movie. Take a picture. Like two in the morning outside the Pasadena ArcLight mm-hmm. lobby. We're all very tired. I looked like crap. Like I, I think I'd think been crying. So. Oh, thank you. But I like I'd been. Cr- I was like swollen. I was tired, and I think I was also like still buzzed a little bit from oh, earlier. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because we we had drinks before. I was real out of it. But I thought you hadn't. You weren't drinking this. This month. was this, this was, was December. December. Oh, okay. yeah. This saga this, is this long. is how <laughs> irrelevant this already is. So do that. Take a picture. Caption: We saw a new Laura Dern movie, and then our mutual friend, yeah, Bane Gibby, sure, sees it. And she says, oh, my gosh, I'm going to send this to Laura. Yeah. Because they did Enlighten together on HBO. Totally. And so she does. Laura re-Instagrams it. (gasps) Reese Witherspoon comments on it and says, I want those T-shirts. And then they tag one of their friends. I meet up with the guy. And when is this ever irrelevant? When does this become irrelevant? This is amazing. I just want to make sure. I I don't want to test the limits of this. Is this has nothing to do with good Christian fun? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, no, it's it leads to a plug, I guess. So, so I meet up with the guy, get him the shirts after the holidays. I don't think about it ever again. I I haven't printed at this mall kiosk in Arcadia, (laughs) where the guy literally said, "What is this for?" Like, he was good at his job. He was just, like, very confused. Like, and, right, right. You why, keep coming back. Why are you getting eight T-shirts that say this? And the second time, I was like, well, they wanted them. And yeah. he seemed very unimpressed. Totally. <laughs> he did not care about Laura Dern or Reese no, Witherspoon. No, no. That's always how it goes with those guys. Like, they don't care. <laughs> they don't no. care. So, give them, give them to Lauren Reese's friend. And then, all of a sudden, I see one Saturday afternoon, Laura Dern has Instagrammed a picture of her not wearing the shirt, but her and Reese Witherspoon and three of their friends wearing the Feel the Dern shirts. Reese Witherspoon Instagrams feeling the Dern. They're all wearing the T-shirts that I made them. <laughs> and all of a sudden, everyone's like, "I want it!" And there's all these like news items and bustle and imposters on Teespring start selling them. Imposters? Yeah, I didn't know this. Well, and I want to. Okay, so this part of the story is kind of ugly on my part. But I want to be very honest and open and transparent about it. Because when they first posted it, both Reese and Laura, there was no tag. 
right? Like mm. there was no there was no tag of me. Oh, of which oh, I right. maybe would have been able to like handle if they directed the traffic. And I would say, as delighted as I was, if I'm You're being honest, I was a little miffed. Oh, yeah. Not because it's like, I don't know. So I went through that thing of like, oh, this is a bummer. But then <laughs> I thought, here's literally what my thought was. I'm not kidding. Okay, let us in. <sighs> well, Paddington won't care who gets the credit. Oh, my God. Paddington Bear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why was I? It was my first thought. Listen, Why? the new um, Kevin, ever since he's seen Paddington, has turned Bad- Paddington into like a messianic figure <laughs> who's like a, his moral code is. He's not Kevin the messiah. I think he's just an aspirational guy. Like he Paddington just has. Paddington the bear. Yeah. Paddington bear. He has the character and integrity of someone I want to be like. And like, and he w- he just cares that there's joy. He doesn't care who is responsible for it. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's him and he doesn't take credit. So after that, I was like. Okay, I th- I think it's okay, and that really helped me make peace because it, it's such an ugly thing. Like I wasn't tagged. Like who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, ultimately, but I don't think that's well, whatever. But it's like I want credit for. <laughs> I don't think that's ugly I mean. to be like I I came up with this fun thing that you liked, mm-hmm. and now you're not gonna give me credit for it. Yeah, right. But it wasn't like I mean to be and honest. Also, did they pay you for the shirts? Yeah, they paid me back. Oh, that's nice. They didn't okay. pay me for labor. They that just paid good. me for what the shirts were. They didn't pay for your, for your idea. Precious for your time. idea. I'm hoping I can cash this in for some during your points later in my career. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and to be clear, like I think the shirts are kind of funny. I don't. I'm not like Mr. T-shirt guy. If it was like they lifted my IP or like a podcast idea, that'd be so different. But it's right. just like this was a lark. Right? right, that we went on. Yeah, I think it's funny that we wore T-shirts that said "Feel the Dern." Yeah. I don't think like it's a funny joke in and of itself. I think it's yeah. funny to think about people wearing T-shirts for an yeah. actress lady, yeah, yeah. who they admire. And it's in "Feel the Dern" is in the Star Wars font, so it's like a very right. Star Wars Wait, I specific. I just have to go on Instagram. It's yeah, kind you of like, gotta look it up. So even that's kind of a hacky meme. Anyway, long story short, Paddington taught me to be a better man yeah. in the situation. I can't scenario. believe that's how this story ended. Well, and then I, I, I am very disappointed that well, this ended in a it's Paddington. Understandable. Here, here's the other ending in honor of Proverbs 31 month, I guess. I reached out to them and I said, Hey, I bought feelthedern.com and I'm going to start selling the shirts, but I don't want to make the money. What charity does Laura want it to go to? And they said, Oh, give it to Time's Up. Legal yeah, defense. Yeah, of course. Perfect. So it all went to that. So if you go to feelthedern.com. Look at that. You can Feel the Dern. You can buy a shirt. It all goes to Time's Up. And I can... I can Kevin? I, I almost said rid myself of this situation. <laughs> you can take one step closer to being Paddington. I hope so. I I really I thought yeah Paddington would give it all I to think charity. Paddington would probably care. I don't think it, and I don't think anyone would blame it. Well, you think Paddington would be like, "Where's my credit?" He'd be like, "Oh, a tag he, would have been I, nice." No, you know what? I think he I think he might care. Is all I'm saying, mm-hmm. and not sure he might he care, but he wouldn't be a, a jerk about feeling. it. Yeah, no, and I don't want to deny that. <laughs> Uh, I will say, though, as Paddington's manager and handler, mm-hmm. I'm going to request that Laura Dern come on this podcast because oh. quid pro quo. What's that? What's Qu- that say? Quid pro quo. Quid pro quo? So anyway, that's how my heart is. Yay. I didn't want to just like say that. I'm sorry. This is very out of place on this show. No, it's such no, a good story. Good. And I wish you guys could have been with me on this journey because it was just week by week, like something would pop up. And it's just, I don't know, like 
They're both very cool. Now they know Kevin. Sure. Well, <laughs> some it's radar. very exciting. It's very nice. It's yeah. very exciting. I felt like it got most out of hand when Mark Hamill retweeted and said, I want a shirt. When Luke Mark. Skywalker's like, give me a shirt. Then I'm like, okay, how you do I? Get that man a shirt. <laughs> do, one that says feel the dern or does feel he want you to make one? With that's his feel the Hamel. Feel the yeah. Hamel. <laughs> Give a hand to the Hamel. Hamel toe. Hamel toe. Hamel toe. That's no. not nice. <laughs> well, usually, Tara, at this portion of the show, <laughs> aside from me hijacking it, we talk to the guests about that's their history. Me. That's you. Yeah. About we... their history, about their faith history, how they grew sure. up, or what they were around, what their influences sure. were. Sure. I grew up in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots and lots of Christians in Arkansas. Lots of very rigorous, born again, mm-hmm. you know. Rigorous is a perfect word. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Sure. People who really, really believe that a lot of people are going to hell. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, I want to say like probably 10, 9, 10, 11, we lived about two blocks from a Methodist church. And my brother and I used to get up every Sunday and sneak into my parents' room and take some quarters out of my dad's quarter drawer and then walk to church. And Mm -hmm. we took the quarters for the soda machine and the offering. And so it was a total like, you know, we're like nine-year-olds walking to church and leaving our parents asleep every Sunday morning. Um, So I think even from that early age, church was always a very social thing for me. You know, we went to VBS and we did, I was in the handbell choir and we did, you know, that's probably my first time ever doing real theater, like performing and singing mm-hmm. and doing like, I, you know, like years later when I was probably 14, we wrote like at our church, we, we wrote a play for Earth Day, no way. you know, and oh, performed Oh, your church it. celebrated Earth Day. Well, so this was a different, this was years later and in, in a different town, but yeah, okay. so that's my like first, you know... We, that's it. Like, my brother and I went to church. Mm -hmm. Um, And my parents came when we performed in handbell choir, sang, or, you know, and we went to youth group. Like, we were were very into it. It was very social. Independently, without your parents making you go. And they would come, you know, on holidays and sometimes, but mostly they slept in on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe we went to to early and went to um, youth group, and then they showed up later for services sometimes. But they weren't dragging you, like oh is no, such it was the case. Uh, it was what we did every. We woke up and did it. Yeah. just me and my brother. You know, um, younger brother, or older brother. He's younger, but he's he's adopted, and so he's only seven months younger. So okay. we really grew up like um, you're twins. like practically twins. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, that's my memory of like my first sort of, and then, um, you know, we were not just a super religious family and never exactly have been. Um, every year at Christmas, um, my brother and I would recite the, um, you know, they were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the mm-hmm, fields, mm-hmm, keeping watch mm-hmm. over their flocks by night. Like, wow. we would recite that. Uh-huh. And Luke 2, verse 2, I think it is. And that has continued. Nice. My niece and nephew did it, and then Hamill. my <laughs> my niece and nephew took it over after us, and then my other niece they and did. nephew, my brother's oh, kids, are now taking that's it over. Very sweet. So there's a, like a tradition of you get to say it every year if you're yeah part of your family line, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my older brother's kids did it. And now they're they're grown, and so now my uh, same age brother's kids are starting to do it. Oh, so um, yeah. So like that, I don't know. Like very casual. Like I really liked Bible stories. I really loved. I loved going to church. It was it was mm-hmm. fun. All my friends were there. There was youth group, and then we moved to um, 
Fayetteville, Arkansas, uh, from our small town. And that's when church, I was a teenager, and church really was just a complete social. Like my friend um, Marissa, her parents would come pick me up, Mm -hmm. and I'd go with them. Mm -hmm. And we'd do youth group. That's where we wrote the the Earth Day show, which I have on um, tape somewhere. Uh, my parents would come and watch. It's on your like reel, that. right? It's on my reel. It's how I got my agent. <laughs> my Earth UTA Day. saw it and was like, "Get this girl signed." <laughs> yeah, so like I, sh- I went with her. It was, it was, I guess, like my family is very liberal, very politically, very liberal. Very, my dad was a ph- like like philosophy in college, you know. So it was, it was like pretty. A pretty cash relationship with Jesus, yeah. but I was. But was it church for you itself, too. Like, did you feel bought into any part of it? Were you I, kind of like, I just loved church. I loved the people. The mm. boy I loved was there. <gasps> you know a church I mean? crush. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. he play in the band or? No, he just was in the youth group at our yeah, church. Yeah, yeah. He probably Humble. and I, he probably only went because his parents made him go. He didn't love me back, but you know, whatever. That's a that's a different podcast, you guys. Well, he's lost. listening right now. I you think. know he is. And if he is, what would you say <laughs> to um, Jeffrey? I would say, I hope you're I hope you're doing good. Oh, that's great. I don't know. I have oh, no I have no feelings about it. <laughs> I have no real feelings about it. Um, but it was very social. And then my family moved away again when I was halfway through the tenth grade, and that's when I discovered theater. And I never went to church again because theater kind of fulfilled. It is funny. That is a commonality yeah, well, with so many of our guests. Yeah, church like, might have fulfilled theater for yeah, me in a way. The thing. And then theater, and then when I discovered theater, it was like, oh, that's, and that was my tribe, and those were my people. Mm-hmm. And so, and my parents didn't go. You know what I mean? If, if my family was going, I probably would have kept going, but it was always me that was going. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was it. And then I was 17, and I was, like, burning American flags on my birthday cake. Is and, that true? Oh, yeah. You were burning American I was real flags. into, like, pot, like, I was real political uh-huh. and real vocal mm. and, you know, and and so then I went just very far the other, mm. you know, not like, I'm not, I wasn't like, I'm an atheist, but I just was like, that's, R- I have my, a system, I, have, man. I have my people yeah. now. Yeah. So there's, like, some some religious people in my life still one of my best friends the one who i used to go to church with in high school is extremely christian extremely religious Mm -hmm. she writes a devotional email every week that i subscribe to. you were telling me about this yeah and she um she is publishing a book that's um got a christian bent to it that's how to support your friend through cancer she had cancer when we were 34 and um so anyway i it still is in it's in my ether my brother went through a big my older brother went through a big like born again phase um so there's you know and his wife is pretty i don't say she's super religious but she's very god godly you Mm -hmm, know and mm -hmm, her family's mm -hmm. very so it's it's like a just a very um you know how it's like shocking to some people that anyone would like ever own a gun or would ever go to church you know what i mean like i'm i to me it's like oh that's just even like only then i don't want to get but like i guns terrify me but there are guns in my family and there's god in my family and there's Mm -hmm. southerners and there you know we fried food and you know that's all very much in my yeah, in my G's. world yeah guns god and gumbo 
right? Those are the three. Do you know what gumbo is? It's not. For, it's is not it fried? It's, it's not, no? but you but got that's close cute. Oh, that's doing cute. Great, I always said guns, God, and grace, but God and grace. <laughs> gravy. Gravy. Oh, guns, gravy God, and gravy. That's where I would go with it. Gravy. Triple G. I can make a good sausage gravy. So church feels like it's still a homey vibe to you, but it's not like I, I feel I mean, drawn to it necessarily. No, yeah. no, no, not at all. In fact, it was like I went to Catholic school very briefly as a very little kid because I could read really early, but they wouldn't let me into public schools and Catholic school would let me in and I could already read. So Ah, I went Mm -hmm. to Catholic school for two years. So I had to go to mass every morning as part of school. And recently we were not recently with, but within the past several years, we were at a wedding that was like a, a really intense mass, like one of those really long Catholic weddings and there were just all of these rituals that kept happening, and I kept having to like fight laughter, which sounds horrible. Whoa. But I kept being like, oh, this is crazy. This is crazy. And I kept thinking about things like Scientology and things that we legitimately think of as crazy mm-hmm. and all the ritual and all the like, and really thinking about the history of the Catholic church and the and my brother went through like a um knights templar uh you know holy grail like uh, he went through sort of a he got really deep in like what? the da vinci code kind of conspiracy oh, theory yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Oh, that, like the bible's a, a rosetta stone that's gonna show us well, where the treasure is and like <laughs> even more that like catholicism started as a as a business to as and yeah to make money and to like uh and owns and hides these Christian artifacts. It's like very deep and and crazy and interesting. Um, and d- like the Da Vinci Code is sort of part like takes some of that. But like, yeah. um, I don't know. So so there are times when like religion, organized religion, maybe even a lot of times where it just makes me go like, you're just kidding. Like, if <laughs> you know what I mean. Kidding. That's a like, funny if phrase. This was, yeah. If this was any, if if all of these things were in any other context, everyone would be like, that's. What, what that's you, crazy what like yeah. cult, it's cult there's a cult thing around it that um especially when it's very ritualistic that it's hard not to be like oh yeah this is like cr- a little crazy yeah. that's something we made up you know someone yeah. made it up <laughs> some dude <laughs> and really. it's like and it's, some dude made it up to take money from people well and, and it's, it's theater too and in sometimes yeah. that can be really like i enjoy that sometimes like yeah. i enjoy the pageantry of a ritual sure. sometimes but sometimes it is like wow i know i i make a lot of jokes about scientology but really you know some of the stuff i'm into that's a thousand does not percent. pass the sniff test yeah, at all. yeah <laughs> like like going clear that documentary that came out a few years ago mm-hmm. i think we watched it together right i was so into that so the the interesting thing to me about that documentary and why i think it succeeded is because like you were saying like scientology is kind of the go-to punching bag where it's like well, yeah fade in well, because blah, blah, everyone blah. knows that it's not a real religion because it was written by a, a science fiction yeah. author like yeah. who, was, him, who just know? recently it died happened, you know yeah. right it happened in the lifetimes of people we know yeah it was invented and and happened but then but but catholicism was invented in someone's life you know what i mean these mm-hmm. things were like yeah that's what I was going to say. Is so like it, you can you, boil anything yeah. of like the doctrine down to like, yeah. oh yeah, Thetans are weird. Anyway, I'm going to go worship this immortal carpenter. Yeah, uh, I'm going to. I'm yeah, right. I'm going to like um, yeah. wave this this iron ball of in- incense in yeah. all of your faces and then make you drink tiny grape juices. 
<laughs> Put a little oil on your baby. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so it gets like when I really start to th- it gets very interesting to start to think about like the organization of religion and why it happened and where it started and it makes me and I get cynical about it where you know whereas like what I think I what I think I really believe is I think there is a, there's a God or whatever that is, something created everything, I think. And I think that every religion probably leads back to that same place. Mm-hmm. There's just like there's different languages, there's different ways, there's different lessons and different ways to think about the universe and creation. And um, so I guess I'm also like, but when I see how people distill it down to like, and and the profit and the fear and all of that is just very overwhelming to me. And I think also living in America right now, mm-hmm. it's like all it's that it, the worst of all of that is sort of sure. being yeah. highlighted. Its head. Yeah. And then it's a shame because not everyone who believes that is like that. So like I'm from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I have people in my life who are. My friend Marissa, she's like my beating heart inside of my chest. I mean, we are, we love exactly the same, right? We just believe kind of different things, very different things. Uh, But I think maybe at the end of the day, we don't believe very different things. Yeah. Just how the the details of it are different. It's a shame that like a lot of, not even just Christianity, but a lot of organized religion sort of says, well, the way you believe is wrong because my way of believing is the only way. When I sort of think like, however you get to that path, however you get there should Mm be um, honored, you know? I mean, it's it's interesting. Yeah, I feel like I've gone through that with stages in parts of my life where I've like wrestled with belief versus unbelief. Yeah. One of the things that always bubbles up in me is the idea that perhaps in... I'm still kind of juries out on it, but in the sense of Christianity and that expression of faith or, yeah. or love that people use when and when it's done in a pure and in in right way that benefits others for the most part, it's almost like I wonder if this is revealing an ultimate reality. So if I said to you, This is what this is. So I'm saying this thing that you think is X is actually Y. So right. this thing that you think is whatever, Big right. Bang Theory is actually God. Or if it's more like, here's my vocabulary and lens yeah. by which I can look through the world right. and have it make a certain sort of sense and narrative that's like compelling and lovely to me. But I go I go back and forth on that where it's like, this is the reality that everyone must bow down to. Yeah. Or, or if it's like, these are the lenses I want to look through the world to because right. I think it's ultimately better than other lenses yeah. or, or more helpful for myself personally. So I go through that in, in that sense of like, yeah, like your friend. I think we're saying the same thing. Well, yeah. I think most religions, when it boils down to it, are about love and um, connection and, uh, you know, whether you're meditating or praying, who you're praying to, who you're, you know, who you're picturing, all of it is ultimately the same, but when people start using religion for power, power corrupts, and it corrupts in crazy ways. And so that's sort of why religion, organized religion like that sort of it scares me, because it's built on the monetization of religion, the, the fear to keep people in line, to keep people believing, you know, and it's... I, okay, so when I was 12, we went to like a... um like me and all my friends, we went to like a, I don't know if it was like a passion play. It was like one of those, um, they come to your town and they 
they they they do it's like a theater it's like a show uh-huh. and then at the end everyone who wants to get saved can come up There's and an get altar call. saved yeah. um and i'd never been to anything like that before but i remember that one of the like sketches or whatever it was was this family and they were at church and the teenage son wouldn't get baptized and the parents wanted him to get baptized and he wouldn't do it um, he didn't want to or whatever. And then they, in the sketch or whatever it was, they, they get in a car accident on the way home and they all die. And Satan <laughs> comes and takes the teenage son, rips him from into hell, right? It's like this was, this was the lesson, right? <laughs> right. Like if you, don't, terror. if you don't make the choice, you burn in hell. I'm talking about tr- like real born again, hardcore. You will burn in hell if you don't believe, like fear, fear mongering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and we're in a world of, of full of fear mongering right now. So the relation is, is like there. And I remember like at the end of it, everyone who wants to be saved come up. And so many people, my some of my friends were going up because I think it was terrifying yeah. Yeah, to be like, oh, absolutely. if I don't do this and we get in a car accident. And I remember saying to my a friend of mine once when I was like really little, because they were saying, oh, you have to be saved, you have to be baptized, you have to. Ba-. And I was like, well, what if you're like, what if you're like you haven't baptized your baby, and they die? And my friend was like, well, then your baby goes to hell. And there's real belief. Ooh. And I said, well, what about people in like Africa who's never even heard of, of yeah. Christianity? They're all what going to hell. What if you just didn't have yeah. time? Or, that's or why people with different mental right? capacities. Well, that's just like, yeah. What about someone who's just in the rainforest, literally never heard of your mm-hmm. version of, mm-hmm. of this? Mm-hmm. They, they're going to hell. I'm like, well, why would God even create all of those people and never give any? And, and that's where, and then that's their next belief, which is the proselytization, the missions, the like, now it's my job to go out. Right. And teach all the people because it's my job to save everybody. Yeah, and the stakes are really high because if they don't know or if they never hear the right message, I've basically let them go to yeah. hell. And so it's 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 really hard. And I feel like any time a faith is driven by fear like that, mm-hmm. that's where you get really ugly things like exploitation or just like craziness or drawing lines in the sand just to make sure that you're safe mm-hmm. you know yeah. and, and we well and straight things like abuse and racism exactly, and yeah. sexism because uh, you know it's just straight up racist to be like everyone in Africa is gonna go to hell because yeah. they don't know what I know yeah. you know what I mean it's like to have such have such a belief that the things you know slash believe are the only things that matter and not every Christian is like that, but Christianity is getting painted as that a lot these days, as mm-hmm. like people yep. who feel that way. Yep. And that's a bummer too. Yeah, and I think we earned that reputation and like it's it's something to dismantle and figure out and mm-hmm. do better. Yeah. Well, because yeah. ultimately too, like like with the passion sketch or whatever it is, yeah. the idea of like, do you want to go to heaven with mommy and daddy or are you going to go to hell? Like yeah. I feel like that fear is not ultimately sustainable as a lifestyle of faith. Oh, yeah. well, as like, soon as you turn, you know, 16 and you're like, uh, uh, I'm going to take like yeah. even just a tiny bit of time to think about <laughs> oh, this. Yeah. 
No, thank you. you oh, know? Yeah, or yeah. The minute you wake up with a boner and you're like, I'm going to touch my boner. No. <laughs> oh, no. I'm in so much trouble. But well, boners are good. <laughs> boners are good. Welcome to Proverbs 31. My boners are good. But there's one thing we want you guys to remember. Oh but like puberty and Christianity do not go oh, hand in so, <laughs> so Man, is there any we're, more tortured time? Oh. That's why youth groups are like low key the horniest places oh, in the world. They're so horny and they're so tamped down, and, and so it's a it's tough time. So true, you can't, but you want to. But you shouldn't. <laughs> but we'll talk but about you it. You might. You might give in. Well, thanks for sharing that. That's yeah. a really lovely. Thank you for sharing your uh, your story. And thanks for listening. Yeah. No, it's it's all. You know what? It's worth something, even if it's not a shared belief. Yeah. Every, everyone's worth something, yeah. even the crazies. Even the crazies. I hope so. Yeah. Even point of grace, guys. <gasps> Whoa, even four this... white women. <laughs> the Christian Spice Girls. <laughs> Should we get of... into it? Yeah, let's get Point of grace, point of grace. Tara, I don't know. what. Did you have any exposure at all to like Christian pop culture and media growing up, even in your time in the youth group? Uh, it's her name just split. I mean, of course, I know who... Um, Amy Grant. Amy Grant is. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who Amy the Grant is. The queen of Christian pop. And I've had plenty of um, country music in my life. Mm-hmm. And there's lots, you know, I like love Garth Brooks and there's some Christian stuff that goes on in some of his it's music. Yeah, he's Calvinist. I, I, I do love... He's a reform bro. <laughs> yeah, I love, some, I love some country music. I love some Dolly Parton. I mean, uh-huh. you know, there's all of country... Well, we should... And I'm sure we'll speak about the sure. random yes. country song. The twang. Um, <laughs> the one random country song in, yes. the, in the bit. Um, in which, the which was like the only one I liked, by the way. Oh! Um, did you have any exposure to Point of Grace? I did not. Okay. But I do now. Yeah, okay. So so I guess I'm the... Yeah, what do as, you know about the history of Point of Grace? As the man... I'm the one with the most history with the women single. Oh, I group? bet you just love that, don't you? <laughs> Is the this women's... what being an ally feels like? <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> What do you know about the Pussycat Dolls? Because yeah. <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> I know one then. of them was on Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Oh. <laughs> they guest starred in it. I mean, I probably know more about New Kids on the Block and it than anyone else in the room, and it doesn't have anything to do with. That's fair. With, with being an ally. Yeah. <laughs> Come back for Kids Month, and we'll do that. One. Yeah, for kid, we're gonna do Kids Month. I mean, actually, we could do Kids Month. It's not a bad. Kids Month. Little Kid Month. <laughs> So wait, how? Tell us about Point of Grace. How? Do, what do you know about their history? I know that, that they look like this. Caroline's <laughs> holding Let's up a little it. pic. So the macro history. Well, this is a million years ago, though. Yeah, sure. this is in the eighties when they first formed. Oh, when they were called Say So. They were called Say So, based on the Psalm, "Let the redeemed of the Lord say so." Just pick two words. <laughs> Say so. I like it. And then they launched a uh, comedy streaming platform that was not well received. You should have sent me this. I'm not. I have to sit here and read this. <laughs> I will say, out of all the artists we've done, th- this group had the most shockingly well annotated Wikipedia entry. Really? Oh, it was exhausting. It was a book. <laughs> There was a book of their Wikipedia. My personal anecdotal experience with them is: I think my sister had their album. Life, Love, and Other Mysteries. Love, Laugh, Love. Which came out like 98 or 99, but it's not on Spotify or iTunes or Apple Music or anywhere. Weird. I was very bummed to find out. Mm, maybe We're, this is an example of the Mandela effect where it doesn't really exist. Wait a minute. Ooh, shoot. Tara, but <laughs> Did you wasn't there, 
life, love another. No, I didn't because I can you. sing some of the songs. And I know one of them was sing a song, a cover of the Earth, Wind, and Fire no, song. Weird. But it's just four white girls going, sing a song. Yay. <laughs> oh my gosh. But that, that album had Keep the Candle Burning on it, Circle of Friends, among some other bops and jams. Circle but of Jerks. Cir- in the Circle of Jerks, we have So one. there's four of them, and they've always been a Christian group that's like a correct Christian pop but now there's of. three now there's three they dwindled down so what but tell me about love and laundry because that is not a christian song that is just a country song yeah so for oh the sake my. of this discussion because we didn't want to be overwhelming or boring per se in how we talked about it i just picked six songs for the group six songs one of them um you spiritually led us to six <laughs> no, 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 no it's not complimentary i was be- saying did they have some albums that were just because they transitioned into like normal. So they started Bobo Wilson Phillips, like I'll be believing and right. keep the candle burning yeah. and stuff. Where it's like so kind of countryish chords and there's like no, but it feels like there's no real country twang at all, and it's in all of in their those songs. There's a little acoustic, just a bunch but, of girls, yeah. But then it turns into straight up like just banjo stomps mm-hmm. and like washboards and like <laughs> like it's literally it's a parody of a song I but would love, title all Love and Laundry. Just wearing overalls. Nothing <laughs> but underneath. Love and Laundry isn't even about God. It's just about barely how, it's at bar- all. I don't hear. I heard no God mention. Am I, did I miss it? You consider it a Proverbs thirty one anthem? Actually, well, let's just listen to it. This is from the twenty ten. This is from the twenty ten album. No change in us. This is when the quartet was just a trio. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. Here I go again. It's another messy morning. Walk around the clothes that are covered. You're right. There's no mention of the Lord. <laughs> Take my kiss and my coffee, coffee to go. go. And put on my mascara while I'm driving down the road. <laughs> that I it feels like a parody. It, it's like not. It sounds like a completely different group. Yeah, it does. It's so country, and none of the other ones are that country. No, 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 no. This is the anomaly, which is why I wanted to include it, because it's, to me, I remember them as the Bobo Wilson Phillips Quartet. Oh, because I love this one. Yeah. A stay-at-home mom. (laughs) This resonated with you hardcore. It's actually depressing. (laughs) This song should be called, like, Emotional Labor (laughs) Manifesto. Wait, the line, I man, I need an iPhone and a cleaning lady is depressing? No. When she says, I wish there were twenty four hours more than twenty four hours in a day, so that I would have time for love and a load of laundry. It's <laughs> like, girl, you don't want to but she does say like I'm running late to the meeting. Yeah. She's a working lady. She's yeah. working. But she's also gotta take care of stuff. And she even The shareholders are getting she, angry. Which by the way, she never mentions kids in the song either. And it feels like yes. she's talking about, like, mm. I'm a busy mom with kids. And she never mentions having, like, a passel of kids to take yeah, care of. Yeah, I was like their laundry on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, but it doesn't specify whose laundry. Maybe she's got Is some dirty-ass husband. Baby laundry. all my own laundry. She's got a dirty-ass husband. <laughs> well, it has a feeling of, like, overworked lady, mom, wife. Sure. You know? Yeah. But there's never any, like, I got yes. a bunch of kids to feed and It's like, there's none of that. <laughs> now, speaking of overworked lady mom wife. Okay. I, I dug up some stuff on these ladies. Some dirt. I mean, 
You can go deep. By the way, there definitely is a music video for this song that was shot really? on someone's iPhone. Oh. It looks like. So someone got an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, one of them did. Good but it's that. like. Is this whole album like this? Like a total I think departure? So, yeah. Like they're think, trying to make a country album that people will actually listen to. Okay. Yeah, I think they transitioned from Wilson Phillips to we're Christian Dixie Chicks. Christian, we're Christian, Christian Chicks. Did they it, did they drop Christian also? No, they got like and I keep praying that okay. I can get everything done. Yeah. This is probably just like their I just want to talk about my real life. Right? Yeah, they, they still you know? Christian their, their country song songs. They want to try to have on the radio. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, this could be their crossover hit. This went triple platinum. I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> can you imagine love, love and laundry? So crazy. What, what what research did you find? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad I asked. So too. they after their first album came out, they were offered a book deal, and so they wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> they four, um, four way wrote a book yes they four way wrote a book which I think bands do this often I guess I'm learning because Reliant K did it yeah they like did someone's it. just like what if you guys wrote a book DC like, Talk did it I guess it. so <laughs> so uh, yeah so they four way wrote a book and it, um, it's named after their first album so it's a book that kind of gives like little mini biographies of each one of them like they each take a chapter and talk about their life mm-hmm. is then, it called The Whole Truth I think so, yes. Okay. And then it and then it has like Q and A portions where they ask them questions and each each woman takes takes a chance to respond. Okay. So uh, I can't believe you read part of it. I found a lot of it. So uh, good. Okay. So uh, one of the questions was I'm confused by the message of women's liberation. Is it for real? <laughs> <laughs> Which I like that they even question, like, is this happening? Are they JK? Yeah. Oh, uh, so, so we got a few responses from our gals. So Shelly said, women's liberation has sent the message you can have it all. Women who want careers usually want it for the same reasons that men do. Good pay, respect, prestige, and fulfillment. But they're not always willing to play by the same rules as the guys. They decide to start a family, which impacts their job performance, and then they wonder why they aren't getting the same opportunities <laughs> oh for God, promotion. Because that's, men don't start family. That's the choice they made. They if, made the men. If women, oh if women wanted to be treated equally, then they're going to have to realize that having a job and a family is like dividing yourself down the middle. No one gets the whole you. Unless you're a man. Whoa. Women can do... This is by Heather. Okay, I'm yeah. just going to say... Let me just interject. Yes. If there is a hell, Shelly going there. Oh, Shelly. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Shelly's she, she doing her just, best. She, she, she's, she just literally It's confusing to me because they are career women. Yeah. So that's what I don't well, understand. Well, one of them left to, or two of them left. There's two to former have, members. To start their families? Or to, yeah. So but she Heather literally then implies said, that men have nothing to do with starting families. Well, and also that like women you either choose your career or your family but men don't men right. get to have careers that because they don't but, have to choose they're not families. willing to play by the same rules Ugh. right this, it's like the rules, well the rules suck yeah. <laughs> but also what rules are you talking about the rules where men men have families and get to be in so heather chimed oh, in and she I said i want to hear from heather women oh, can do shit. great things and we haven't always had the opportunities Okay. Starts off promising. Okay. I think women are called by God okay. to do a special job that men can never do as well. Today, so many moms don't have time for their uh, kids, and that's where the family breakdown begins to happen. Wait, what? Terry chimes in. <laughs> in the Bible, it says that wives should submit to their husbands, yet, so, yet today so many women, even Christians, are saying, I shouldn't have to submit to my husband. I'm as much of an equal partner in this marriage as he is. <laughs> What a crazy loon. 
That's not really the point. Some people don't really understand that the Bible is saying about the rules of men and women, and then it goes into kind of the the famous complementary argument that it's not about putting women in their place. It's just as significant, but different. Oh, doesn't so that sometimes kind of remind you of separate but equal? Uh, complementarianism? Yes. A little bit, yeah. Complementarianism, uh, Tara, is this doctrinal, little God-splaining. It's a doctrine that states that men and women are equal in value, but have different responsibilities when mm-hmm. it comes to marriage. Mm-hmm. And that one of the man's different responsibilities is that he's the head of the household and the leader of the household. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, he takes her opinion into consideration. Right. He gives it some thought. Whereas, they work together, but ultimately he's the one making the calls. At the whereas end of the egalitarianism, which is on the other end of the spectrum, that just says men and women are equal, the end. The end, basically. <laughs> so, so here's why I don't think Shelley goes to hell, <laughs> or Heather, because I, this was also written, I think, in 94, Six or something, but mm-hmm. they may have changed their mind. Of the Clinton. I don't want to hate on them. They sure. might have changed, but I think they are just talking about something I was raised with that I'm very familiar with and embraced for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Until when? Until probably a couple years ago, like three episodes ago. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I think they're uh, they're just talking about a kind of vision of like female responsibility and the, our roles in this world and the way that that they've heard and known and that is yeah, part of their church. It's so it's just garbage. It's it's not great. And it, it leads to uh patriarchy. Caroline, are you gonna write and direct the um the Christian the get out for Christian women? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I Or it's I like mean, you go over to your boyfriend's there, house. If they're and... fine, that's fine. You know, just like you don't have to. So Yeah. They also just they when they said when they got asked the question, oh, what is this women's liberation? They should have just said, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, like we didn't really read it. <laughs> we didn't read about it. I don't actually know. We didn't look into it. <laughs> just kind of took their word for it. It's oh bad. no. I mean, I, I for Caroline and myself, I do remember that feminism was an F word. Totally, it was yeah. dirty. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, Rush Limbaugh with the feminazi. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, we got some Rush. We got I read an entire book up. about how Title IX was like ruining boys' lives mm. because it was like getting rid of the sports team so that girls' sports team could be like oh, no. housed as well. Yeah. And it was like so sad that these boys wouldn't get their lacrosse team or <laughs> whatever. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we should listen to more songs, but then I have more from this book. Oh, I can't. Can we listen I think to Circle will be, of Friends? will be kind yes. of a fun game for us to play. Circle of Friends. This is from Life, Love, and Other. Oh, we're going to play a game? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, this is Circle of Friends. This is from Life, Love, and Other Mysteries. This just, is great. Just check this one out. This is great. <laughs> this, this is good music. I l- uh, Kevin <laughs> I like that there's a twist I hope Laura Dern never hears this <gasps> Oh no, Laura <laughs> no, She'd understand We were made to love and we love Oh yeah, like, everyone's on board so far Okay The Britney of the group I was gonna say, I was gonna say they have a Britney in this group Britney, is that you? Normal so far Now listen What's this now? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Wait. (laughs) You know, they got really liberal, and now when they perform it, they say, in the circle of friends, we have two fathers. (laughs) 
<laughs> we have and one they, mother. They affirm. <laughs> oh, they affirm same-sex marriage. Yeah, the circle of friends. We have one father. In a circle of friends, we share this prayer that every orphan soul will know and all will enter in well, also, to the shelter of the song, circle of they're, friends. They're gonna yeah. see. They're gonna recognize each other in heaven. Yeah, that is of part of it. About kind of looking forward to dying. <laughs> yes, I'm like, go for it. <laughs> Get there, Shelly. Go on ahead. Take a train. He's waiting for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, they say among the nations, tribes, and tongues, we have sisters and brothers, and when we meet in heaven, we will recognize each other. Not necessarily true biblically. With joy so deep and love so sweet, we'll celebrate these friends. And life that never ends. It's very sweet too, you know. It's a little bit of a kumbaya hippie song in my in my mind. It's like the it's the well, opposite. It's like reverse vitamin C graduation. It <laughs> we're just like we're gonna graduate to death and, and reunite each other like for infinity. Sounds like the kind of thing a fourth grader would write. <laughs> like and then I'm gonna- <laughs> we were made to love and we love and they've got my daddy and I've got their daddy. <laughs> Perfect. We have one. Fa- I just love. That's one of my favorite yeah, choices. In any of we only have one. We have one father. One father. Whoa. Do you think that these girls' dads listen? They're like, what the hell? <laughs> that's a, I raised that's, you. No, they're that's more, father they're like, with a capital F. Yeah, they'd buddy. be like, oh, daddy mm. guy. Yes. <laughs> Isn't there one that's all about like waiting to go to heaven? Basically, waiting to be reunited. Yeah. Which one? I don't know. Well, because you know that my song shuffled and played other other musicians. Oh, that's right. (laughs) So I heard a bunch of Christian songs, and some of them may not have been by this group. Do you think the state of Christian music is good? Well, a lot of songs sound romantic about God. They're like sound like they sound like love songs. Jesus is my boyfriend. Oh yeah. Yeah, like where it's if you didn't if you weren't really listening to the lyrics, you would think you were listening to like a Demi Lovato love song. Sure. But then it's like, oh, I'm sorry, not sorry for loving the Lord. Sloppy mm-hmm. wet kiss. Yeah, well, that's sloppy. Sloppy wet kiss is something we'll talk about in the future. There is a song called Sloppy Wet Kiss. And there's a lyric in a worship song. There's a song called How He Loves Us. And it goes, and having me served like a sloppy wet kiss, and my heart turns violently. Caroline and I have probably been in dozens and dozens of sanctuaries in which we've had to sing that. Although, some. In full sincerity. But yeah, but sometimes they'll uh, they'll dub over it with a different. They'll change it with unforeseen kiss. Or a heavenly kiss. I've heard more unforeseen than heavenly. Yeah. And to me, unforeseen is low key, probably worse. Than <laughs> yeah, your, it's than, not even low key. Than, than, worse. than your John Lasseter. <laughs> I mean, have you never me. thought about that? <laughs> oh, Jeez. no. A sneak attack kiss. Yeah, an unwanted kiss. <laughs> maybe, so I don't know which one it was. Dang. Maybe it was Steady On. I don't know. Maybe it was Day by Day. I can, there day are by, a lot of Christian is songs. Is Day by Day the like, one that's like. <laughs> I'm going to try to stay alive every day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm holding on. I'm in hospice right now. (laughs) I'm not unhappy, but I take the train today. There it is. Let me. What does that mean? I'm not unhappy, but I oh, take yeah. the train if you I'll let take the me. Death train? Who? Let, let's listen to her listen, tone. Now listen to it. Oh, not yet. <laughs> it's so confusing, the lyrics of this song. I'm diving in. I'm going deep. And on my head, I'm going to be. If you let me, who? Kill me. Who? Kill who me. is she talking to? <laughs> they may be clapping for me, but I'll wait 
for you to come <laughs> for you to come yeah. get me. Whoa! She's talking Dang. about dying, right? She's talking about dying. You're coming closer. You're. Ge- I'm getting closer to you day by day. I'm getting closer to death every single day. <laughs> Honestly, I feel that level of exhaustion. Where like, what does that week? mean about the train, though? She's saying I'm not unhappy, but I would. I would die today if you would if you wanted me to die. She's saying that to God, Maybe right? Maybe she has like a special train-based about- theology <laughs> where like anytime you go somewhere, it, you get a, on God's choo-choo a, and go to heaven. It's not a metaphor for taking the train to like heaven. I think it must be in this song. Yes, I think that's what she's saying. She does not extend the metaphor, so we'll never yeah. know. I, I will say there's no train metaphors in the Bible, so they just probably didn't have trains back then. No, I don't know. No, I think the Bible's do. pretty steampunk. God's <laughs> yeah. miracle train. God's miracle train. Do we have any other? Give me a mission if I've still got the time. If I still I'm have open. the time, be my vision. I'll be your delight because I'm going wherever you're going. Do you hear what it says? If I still have the time, give me a mission unless you want to kill me first. <laughs> got the time. She's talking to God, right? Yeah, she has to be. She's not talking to like her girlfriends. Unlike some of these like, Please kill me. <laughs> Teresa. Teresa. <laughs> you know what? You could do it tonight. Is one of their names Teresa? Shelley. Yes. Oh, is that true? That's true. One of the current members or former members? I don't know. I only oh gosh, I've read their 96 books. So <laughs> they're like the menudo of girls Christian rock. Well, this is what happens with these Christian bands is that just keep going. The name still exists, but the configuration, it yeah, does become they, like because they like just get a, a little money. <laughs> They get a little success. They right. meet a hot guy. They're like, bye bye, Jesus. Or they are the hot guy. Oh, they did not say yes to any hot guys. I can tell you that. They Is do that print true? out Wait, a did lot you see of all abstinence. Their husbands? <laughs> well, do they have any abstinence songs? You know, I don't know. I think we need to hunt that down because they. In my reading, I found out they became like very well known as like a safe listen for young girls because they do promote promote like being a, a modest. But yeah, like when like in like pure. 1992, where are they now? The, are they? They're still together. They're still years. those but three who? of them are still together. No, yeah, <laughs> two of the Ridgies and then one new girl. They're, one ringer. Oh, they're together okay. like Oprah and Gail are together. Oh, Let's get oh, real. You think that's a lie? You think Oprah and Gail are a lie? No, I think they are in love. Oh. Choo choo. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. I'm an ally. Is that uh, the train she's talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, just Wait, what did they say it. about abstinence stuff? Um, I I couldn't find a lot here uh, in their book. Again, I was only looking at the Amazon preview. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, don't buy it. I, I can't believe like, guys, you didn't. You guys. But when was their book released? In like the 90s, right? Sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Their first album was 93. Yeah. Which is which is where we got the most uh, the most Wilson Phillips uh, sounded song. I love the sound of this. This, These songs make me think of the movie Bridesmaids because they sing that Wilson Phillips. That's exactly what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. Listen to that horn line. This also reminds me of Anastasia. Really. The animated Love movie. Love is a train, and I wanna keep going. Life is a river, I wanna keep flowing. <laughs> yeah. Now, so I'll be believing, and then keep the candle burn, which we'll tell you about. Like, they're all very general. Like, the lyrics are not saying a lot here. Like, when I'm walking the straight and narrow, sometimes life throws a little curve. If I slip on the stones beneath me, will I lose my nerve? Looking up when I've hit the bottom, giving thanks that the motion stopped. I still have a rock to hold to if the bottom drops. Out here on my own, I won't be alone. I'll keep believing you. And then that's it. You guys, they are from Arkansas. <gasps> you maybe are know them. Whoa. You're related. 
I don't know. I was in high school when they were. This isn't a joke about this. This song sounds like it belongs in um, Working Girl. Yeah. Yes. Right. Melanie Griffith thought she had it all. A wife. A job. A A wife? wife. (laughs) Melanie Griffith is on. Oh, they went to OBU. Did you go to OBU? No. But you wanted to. Mm, There's a whole thing where you weren't. Girls had to wear skirts or weren't allowed to dance. Oh, yeah. They were a college. They met in college. Acapella yeah, yeah, yeah. group, you guys. Yeah. Uh, the story of the lore was that they were doing a sound check and they were doing such tight. Legend has it. Uh, tight harmonies that someone was like, you you all should start a band. <laughs> That's exactly how it happened. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. You guys should be a point of something. A point of a point mace. Of point of face. Lace. That's a point not of right. Goo goo grace. That's it. <laughs> Point of grace. He's on. No, say so. Say so. (laughs) So, so far we've got love and laundry. It's hard to be a wife and a mom. Yep. We've got I'll be believing, which is I almost slipped on some stones, but then I didn't, so I'll believe in God. (laughs) We've got circle of friends, circle of jerks. Circle of jerks, Britney Spears. One daddy. We have one father. One daddy. We got kill me, please, and take me on the death train. Kill me, please. It kind of is. It's like one day, day by day, I'm getting closer to being with you, which means dying. Yes. It is. I feel like that's a common... Common refrain for for Christians to be like, if you're having a hard day, you're like, Jesus come today, yeah. or I swear it's got to be the second coming, or I am gonna blow my brains out. I remember our old pastor <laughs> saying that anytime he experienced turbulence on a plane, he's like, "All right, let's do it. Here we yeah, go." He's like really prime. <laughs> like it's a it's a weird death thirst, especially there when you have a, a family. First. Yeah. Yes. Well, it, heaven is heaven's cool. You know, you're gonna go up there. No more body. Heaven is for real. Heaven is for real, and and uh, all your friends from other tribes are gonna be there. Exactly. All your dogs are gonna be there. Jesus, all your is cats be there. are gonna be there. It's a nice escape if you really start to think about it. But it does make kind of a weird. I thought about this a lot recently. Of like, it does give this weird um, fetishization of the other side to the point where you almost neglect your life here or like what mm, you're doing every day because right. you're like this. This is nothing compared to heaven. What is this popcorn? Which, amateur, <laughs> which I feel, <laughs> yeah, amateur hour, which, yeah. which I feel actually does end up when people give it that like, well, the eternal cosmic perspective mm-hmm. means that I don't have to care about Black Lives Matter. Like that's where it becomes where it's or, like you can opt out but, of social but really issues. Really and truly, um, climate change. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, one of the big biggest one. reasons to not believe in climate change is that God gave us this earth to use. Yeah, and, yeah. and he's going anyway, to come rapture us before uh-huh. it dies. Right. So we we can do whatever we totally. want with it. Yeah. yeah. So that may really, it, really, really nice way to think of it for <laughs> your fellow man. Point of grace. Little did they yeah. know. Pogs, P-O-G. That's what Pogs stood for. Those Porgs. things you flipped in the 90s. Was Point of Grace. Those Point of Grace. <laughs> what did Pogs stand for? Point of Grace. I'm telling you. Kevin. Yeah, it was Point of Grace. Um, huh. Wow. Did it have to stand for anything? It's a Christian for game. <laughs> it's a, everyone who played Pogs got saved. Uh, do you guys want to play yes. a fun game? Called Before we get to our final Which song. Point of Grace are you? Oh. I'm right. ready. My so body got, is ready. I got a little I, bio information I, I on each of our not ladies. Be Shelley. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If I'm Shelly, well, I'm gonna go to you'll heaven have to listen. right now. So each of them filled out a little questionnaire, and I'm gonna read what they wrote down as their best personal quality and their worst personal quality. Okay. 
Okay, so first up, we've got Denise, born in 1969. <laughs> nice. Uh, her best personal quality is sincere compassion for others. Okay. Her worst personal quality is being too hard on myself. Okay. Oh, God. And just a, just another little tidbit, uh, one of her first stories, it was in my... In my granddad's church that I sang my very first solo, Somebody Touched Me at the Age of Three. Somebody Touched Me at the Age of Three? The song is called Somebody Touched Me. And she sang it at the age of three. As a three-year-old. Punctuation could really change the (laughs) meaning of that. Okay. All right. So you guys remember uh, Denise? Yeah. Compassion, hard on myself. Hard on myself. I already am not Denise. All right. Not a Denise. Okay. Now we've got Teresa. Denise Therese. Oh, I want to be Teresa. <laughs> okay, best personal quality, honesty. Hey. Mm. Okay. Worst all personal right. quality, organization. Sometimes I push myself too hard to have it all together oh and my make God. myself crazy. The I'm, worst thing I'm about me nice. is that I love people too much. <laughs> all right, up next we have Heather. Heather's yeah. best quality is loyalty. Her okay. worst That's quality, good. just straight up procrastination. No explanation. That's your worst quality? <laughs> yeah. You know how much you're crushing in your life if she's your worst quality is procrastination? Just, I like that. I like that as an answer, though. Yes. Okay. Now, this is where I think I'm a Shelly. Okay. <gasps> best quality. <laughs> she goes, my humor, good looks, striking personality, and overall humbleness. She's oh, joking. Oh, she's having she's fun. She's got a little fun. She's being funny. Okay, her hot. worst personal quality, too opinionated and loud. Oh, God, am I a Shelly too? Yeah. I think I'm Shelly. Damn it. We're all Shelly, well, and that's okay. We can all, be, we can all share in the Shelly. <laughs> in you, this circle of friends, we're all Shelly. <laughs> Shelly also <laughs> believed that uh, women's lib was maybe not real. So oh, okay. You can be a Shelly if you want, or a Denise, or a Heather, or a Teresa. So chime in and tell us who you think you are. Or a Samantha, or a Blair, or a Tootie, or a Natalie, (laughs) or a Mrs. Garrett, or a Mackenzie Aston. I thought he was doing that too, a Samantha, or a Carrie, or a Charlotte. And then I switched (laughs) to the other lady show. Such a Charlotte thing Mm, to do. Such a Mrs. Garrett. (laughs) Girls, girls, girls. (laughs) Oh, Joe Polnicek. Mrs. Garrett can get it. All right, let's listen Every to Keith the Candle Burning. Every girl my age's first girl crush was Joe. Joe? Uh-huh. Well, Joe, it, Joe is what Kate what McKinnon is, is now. About. The facts of you life. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. Facts of life. And this is the best part. Oh. When they go, <laughs> it takes a lot to get them right. And for bonus points, who wrote that song? No. Is it someone good? Yeah. Randy? Newman. You take the good, you take the no. It was it <laughs> no, was. No, it's somebody like Merv Griffin or it somebody. It was Alan Thick. Yeah. R.I.P. Oh yeah, didn't he write he, a bunch of jingles? Yeah. yeah. He, and, he and Merv Griffin did a bunch of things you don't know that they did. Wow. Like that kind of Alan stuff. Thick. Merv the perv and Alan T H I C C. Alan Thick is Robin Thick's dad. Yeah. He blurred the lines between actor and composer. He was great. Uh, let's listen to Keep the Candle Burning. Joe Polnicek. Now this is, this is just not about God. If you listen to the lyrics, there's just nothing here. That's fine. For the Christians. You think you're alone there right. in your silent storm. But I've seen the tears you've cried. Really? What? Are you looking? Why didn't you help? <laughs> the flame of hope inside. Let me tell you now, tell you now. 
This is good. This is good. <laughs> Here's what makes a song. This chord right here. One, two, three, four. That's the best. Wouldn't you love to hear Destiny's Child sing this song, though? And then you'd know how a song should really yeah, be sung. Yeah, it would bring a lot of soul. Destiny's Child sings Keep the Candle Burning. Anything. I... I wonder what that would sound like. We now take you to <laughs> Destiny's Child. <laughs> and we now leave Destiny's Child. <laughs> Thanks for coming. You don't think there's a Christian song? There's nothing. I mean, I... This little light of mine. In the sense like of, yeah, it's totally a Christian song, but I'm saying like, there's like nothing the explicitly... Yeah, yeah, right. It, yes. But that could be anything. It's just like, believe in yourself. Like, it, it's it's very... Vague. I think this was their play for like a crossover hit. And I think this didn't work. They were like, we got to do Love and Laundry now. <laughs> yeah, girls. These are not Power con- these are meaning. not country songs at all. And Love and Laundry no. is like insane how it sounds sure. like a different. To me, it sounded like they're a big fan of country music, and they're like, let's take a crack at it because why not? We're from Arkansas. Someone must have come along and been like, I have a perfect thing for you guys to do. I'm gonna just play a random song. From one of their later albums okay. I haven't listened to. It's called A Thousand Little Things. Yeah. Here from we the go. album A Thousand Little Things. Here we go. This is what. Yeah, country. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. hey. Point of grace. <laughs> They've changed their lead vocalist or something too. Because yeah. this is a different voice. It's entirely. a different so band. Many different voices. It's like someone. It's not even. There's no connective tissue no. with the original but stuff. Feel how this. Whoever is singing this, please God, don't let it be Shelly. <laughs> it's like. They sound like the Indigo Girls almost. I love this cover. Oh, they just like sitting on a windowsill <laughs> in denim. Yeah. It's a thousand little things. Love it. Yeah. So the, the two blondies, they've been with them since the jump. Yeah. Brunette's a newbie. Yeah. And I think they you can great. tell. Yeah, they're, they're, they're enjoying their lives, I think. They got kind of a chunky bangle, a nice center part. Lots of nice Chico's layering going on. Yes. And they're all in neutral grays and sweaters. Yeah. They're like what? wino moms. They're wino a little mom bit of chic. wine mom kind of look. Wine mom chic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's five o'clock somewhere. Sometimes it's like, what's even the point of all this grace? You know what I mean? Well... <laughs> <laughs> That's their album where they're trying to do just they're like a whole different thing. Yeah, I think that happens like in the mid aughts. They they just switch gears, especially when the fourth member leaves. Yeah, so the two that are left are like, yeah, I'll come into the studio and I'll do like one hour of backing vocals. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> Thank you. And the new girl records all the whole album and they just come in and go, little things. <laughs> they just have like a gun cocked on her the whole things. thing. Okay. All right, David, that's it. I'm out. I've got to go. I've got a PTA meeting. We got that, David? Did right? you get that? Did you get it, David? We didn't get that, I'm David. I'm only doing one well, I'm take, I'm not coming David. back. <laughs> I'll do two takes, David. That's it. Little things. David, a thousand little things. It's the Pro Tools. Open the Pro Tools, David. <laughs> David. Is it open? 24 hours. <laughs> I mean, that's it. They, they just come in, they record right, their backing vocals, and oh. then they get out. I mean, they haven't put Doesn't out an album feel, since. Play, play any other song on that album. It's got to be all that woman singing lead. Uh, I'm going to 
play Wash Me Away. <laughs> More laundry songs. Oh, here it is. Tide. Don't eat the tadpods. Don't eat the tadpods. They were ahead of the curve. <laughs> what if every song Don't was... eat the tadpods. <laughs> what if every song is secretly about laundry instead of God? <laughs> These ladies just can't get that stuff clean. Oh, no. See? This is nice. This feels... I like this. Yeah. I would listen to this. Ooh, this is good. Yeah, this sounds like that, like, down in the river to pray. pray. Oh, yeah. It's got that feel, that real uh, folksy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You could feel it, right? This one woman is doing lead vocals, and they're all coming and going like... I wonder. I wonder what the. Sometimes what, they would change. They would take turns in the early songs. Yeah. In the in the quartet days. They might right be now. doing that in these songs too, and yeah, I'm just refusing to acknowledge it. <laughs> <laughs> you like this narrative better of one bossy voice? <laughs> no, like she's the new girl, and they're like, "You just do it. They we'll come in and just her. record backing vocals for an hour, like, and okay, get all I'm and just get all the to money." Be a part of the friends, yeah. you know, we're a circle of friends, right, guys? Uh, it's more of a that? triangle of friends okay, at this point. Well, <laughs> <laughs> We're the friends. We're a two-person group of friends. But maybe You're the singer. No. Room for one no. third one? No. Okay. You know that three people with the same father are just sisters. <laughs> yeah, In the just... circle of friends, we have one father. Wait a minute. That's your father? Wait. That Janice? Parent Teresa? <laughs> oh, boy. Let's get to our final thoughts about Point of Grace. The way this works, Tara, is we take it all in. We talk about... <laughs> Everything we felt, everything we've learned tonight, yes. and we give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down in the form of a holy toast or a holy roast. Holy toast, we're going to send the four or three girls of Point of Grace straight to heaven where the angels will be toasting them. And they'll be singing a sweet song of relief. They'll sing heaven <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Take me, God. Or we give it a holy roast, and we send those four pretty little girls to hell. In the circle of hell, they don't have one another. <gasps> so we'll start with you, it's- Caroline. <laughs> Point of grace. These pogs. I love them. Bunch of pogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed reading into them. Uh, they're just a benign group of ladies that I can get on board with. <laughs> and uh, I I will say their, their style is not necessarily my style of right. music, but I, I can appreciate it in context of the... 90s and whatever was going on there. Well, that's that they what I'm needed gonna to say sing too. like this. Yes. I'm going to totally piggyback. What is your style of music? What is my style? Yeah. Rihanna. So I don't know what I'm I was going to ask say. if it was just Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, I don't know. I got a, I got a smattering. I like a little okay. fun indie rock here right. and there. Yeah. Uh, but that said, there were some songs here that I was just like snapping my fingers to and sure. having a good time. Sure. So. Well, what do you think was your favorite out of this batch? Keep the candle burning. That melody is good. It's very good. Yeah. I like that one. <laughs> I, I kind of liked Love and Laundry, too. I love it. I like it when songs... I laundry it. Country, country songs are so good at just telling, like, straight up a story. Of, like, here's my day. Here's yeah. what happened. <laughs> Sometimes that's just interesting. Scrubbing yeah. in the bathtub. Don't eat the Tide Pods. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Cutting into the Tide Pod, frying up Tide Pods for my kids. <laughs> Cutting into the top. <laughs> so I give it a toast. Stupid. Yes. All right. So as someone who like 
lived through the 90s and like loved Wilson Phillips and music yeah, like yeah. that, I can see their journey. Yeah. I want yes. to roast the 90s version of them actually and toast the current <laughs> country music. I could listen to that country album and I would probably enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So there the three the three person version of them that yeah. records now I will ho- ro- I will ghost toast. Toast. Toast ghost. Toast to the two lazy singers and one girl <laughs> pulling the weight. Whatever their situation is, they just have more they have uh, their their voices are more interesting. They're the I like them in the lane of country sure. music. I do too. I feel like they fit there. I feel like they found a lane that mm-hmm. they belong in. They brought in a new singer who brings them a new vibe and I mm-hmm, like their vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe I also am responding to like the songs don't feel as over the top uh I want to die. Yeah, like Love and Laundry really expresses a subtlety you don't get in something like a circle of friends. <laughs> um, well, it's not about Jesus. It's not about God. So it, I think Love and Laundry is just about Laundry, he did wash away be. our sins with the Tide Pods of his grace. You, that's, you know that you but guys... don't eat his grace. You know that and you guys made emails. that up, right? That wasn't actually in the... <laughs> And there's subtext here. I could, He's I bleaching could, us white as snow. <laughs> <laughs> I could see a world where I liked I liked their sound originally and then fell out of love with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now, who I am now likes their later stuff. Okay. Sure. All right. So holy toast for the country version. For the recent point yeah. of grace. And point I could toast the Wilson Phillips sound back then, but n- now it's cheesy. Like mm-hmm. It's yeah. hard not to be like, oh. Wilson wannabe. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All and right. they're also from Arkansas, which I got to be like, cool. Yeah, represent. Cool. That's Representation cool. is important for the people of Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. I went, yeah, I went to camp at, at, in, at OBU for one summer. Mm. Yeah, good times. Are I wish that you just now remembered, wait a minute, and when I went to camp, there's there four there. girls <laughs> harmonizing with each other with but it their really, snores. It really would have been right at the time, yeah. right at the same time that they were becoming wow. popular. Mm. Yeah. You were right there. So if I was really into that stuff, I would probably would have been really into them. Right. Yeah. Guys, I have a lot of nostalgic attachment. Yeah. To that Wilson Phillipsy era. Keep the candle burning. I've been singing. Because you've listened to them for all that time. I did. And I remember like jamming out to this with friends years before we started oh, this podcast really in my cute. adult life. My friends and I were singing Indigo Girls and together at that time and i guess point of grace is my indigo girls girls. i I like i like the harmonies i like that the guy michael passens from avalon had to do the fourth harmony when they went down to a trio and he toured with them for a little bit while playing keyboard super weird weird i like that they've evolved into a different thing they've kept growing and changing with their audience in a way yeah i think those melodies are good and and the nostalgia for me holds up. There's nothing, a lot of times when we revisit this stuff, it's like, well, here's why, I mean, the interviews aside about, you know, women's liberation, we don't need to untangle some problematic lyrics here. It's just like, don't fall down, keep your candle up, and mm-hmm. also pray yeah. you die. <laughs> nothing wrong with, with that. a positive spin on it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it looks like, oh man, I didn't see this coming, but I guess we're giving it Ooh. a unanimous holy toast. <gasps> Congratulations. Ooh. Am I at a fine dining restaurant or are we getting toasted points? Oh boy. Congratulations to Shelly, Teresa, Denise, Denise and, and the other one. No. And Monica. Mo- yeah. And Phoebe. Phoebe. Okay. Phoebe, Gunther. Rachel. 
Hey, hey, point of grace. Do you hear that? Is that the train you're allowed to get on? Oh, Terry. All aboard, ladies. It's time to die. Heather. 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 Thank you. Thank you. But listeners, we're not the final word. On this, you're the final word. You can give a holy roast or a holy toast on our Twitter poll at Christian Fun Pod. It's such a good idea to bring social media interactive. So listen, we are engaged. We are interlinking all of our. If you subscribe, then we will send you the um, Bible (laughs) verse. Uh, (laughs) Listeners, uh, we We cannot be held to our guest promises. uh, Uphold this, but (laughs) get on that Christian Fun Pod and Pokemon. Go to the polls. your girl (laughs) we'll be right back with more good christian fun (laughs) that was terrifying (sighs) the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center thanks to carvana it doesn't get any better than this your favorite seat's the best spot in the house make it even better by entering your license plate or vin and getting a real offer in minutes there really is no place like home And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. Guys. We missed you. We missed you. Where'd you go? I hope you enjoyed that ad or two. <laughs> Folks, buy that thing. Buy honestly, that thing's good. Mm-hmm. The other things we've done, I didn't enjoy, but that Bullshit. thing was good. Yes, yeah. one. <laughs> this one was good. good it was a good thing. <laughs> Folks, it's time for a segment, a specially themed segment for the episode and for the oh. month. Uh-oh. It's a segment we call Plugged In. Plugging in, plugging in. No. Oh, you have to pay for those rights to use that, by the way. <laughs> Not on podcasts that nobody listens to. <laughs> so, Tara, Plugged In is yeah. a... Uh, how do we explain this? It's a film, TV, and music criticism website run by the super conservative organization Focus on the Family. Oh, I w- hate them. They Weird. watch the movies. I hate them. Well, you're about to love them. No, I'm going to change your mind. So, much. so they do this website mostly geared to parents as kind of a, a screening ahead no, of time no, of like, don't I take them to see the Matrix say. because they've got two F's in that. So they got, oh, they break it down. They break down the spiritual content. They surprise you. Sometimes. Okay. All right. They give you a little twist. All right. And for this special segment, Okay, tell me how to do it. On Good Christian Fun, I'm going to read to you a portion of a review. And we guess the movie? And you have to guess the movie. Oh, this is going to be incredible. I'm excited. Okay, I'm excited. No, you're right. This is going to be fun. Mm -hmm. I do want to just make a point letting everyone know that Focus on the Family is bad Christian fun, just so everyone Oh, yeah, it's BCF. (laughs) I don't disagree. They're the worst. I like to think of BCF as like a, a mirror world where you and I are like, punk <laughs> and we've got like bangs Mohawks. Yeah, and we're just like, they're just, they're just the people who try to reprogram gay people they're 
so that there's all you know don't don't see this as a plug for focus yeah. on the family okay. no we're not plugging it no 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 no, no, no. okay Wait, did you think we were? No, I just want your <laughs> listeners to understand. Well, I'm on the board, but I'm trying <laughs> oh to make God, some changes. I have to go. I have to go. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna... taking your cat with me. <laughs> <laughs> your cat can't be raised in this environment. I'm going to read to you crude or profane language from this movie. I'm going to read to you from a couple movies. They Do all it. they all have something in common, and I want to see if you guys can guess it by the end of and it. And we're going to try and guess what the movies are. Guess what the movie okay. is. So crude or profane language. Four uses of the C word. 50 plus uses of the F word, half a dozen S words, ass and asshole are used more than 10 times combined. The same goes for bitch. God's name is abused a dozen times, once or twice with damn. Now we're going to get into the sexual content. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to replace all the characters' names with blank so you don't know who it is. Okay. Three sex scenes between blank and blank involve him giving her oral sex, as well as them having sex on a table at a public library. And up against a mirror, we see explicit motions of intercourse, hear sexual sounds, and see everything short of full-on nudity. Blank is also shown having sex with a young woman he's having an affair with. Breast nudity is paired with graphic sexual movements. There's more nudity shown as she gets dressed afterwards. A shower scene in which Blank washes a man's blood off briefly shows her breasts and torso. She's also shown covered by bubbly water in a bathtub. We see her in clinky negligee. <laughs> Two scenes. I mean, that's like the you don't even need to say, but you don't even need to see that. At the, say that at that point. Two scenes give glimpses of full frontal male nudity. Dialogue. Nice. Full frontal male nudity. Mm-hmm. Dialogue references oral sex, sexual body parts, incest, masturbation, and strippers. Masturbation. Masturbation. Yeah. Uh, Wait, is it definitely strippers. a movie or could it be like it's Game of Thrones? Definitely it's definitely one movie. It's a movie and I'm not trying to trick you. It's a movie that's come out in the last five years. Okay. I can read the final summary. Okay. If yeah, that, if that helps. I, this is not, I don't know. This okay. sounds I mean, like a movie I, have a I wouldn't have seen. I have a four-year-old, so I've only seen like six movies. In four <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> if it's not Bad Moms or Bad Moms 2, then I haven't seen <laughs> Marriage, as Blank narrates, can be hard. This movie takes that observation and multiplies it to infinity in a story that spins ever more wildly and sexually and gruesomely out of the realm of normalcy and into something more like the Twilight Zone had it been created by the makers of Saul. Jeez. Do we have a guess for the movie? The Revenant. It's not The Revenant. <laughs> Remember when he takes a shower and you see his breasts Is in The Revenant? Is it a horror Revenant? movie? You see the bears. It's not a horror movie. movie. No. It's not a horror movie. It's more like a thriller. I give mm. up. Yeah, I don't know it either. It's Gone Girl. Oh. Gone uh, Girl. I didn't see that. Gone I read girl. the book. Wait, there's Ding Dongs in that movie? Yeah, you see ben Affleck's Ding Dong. Yeah. Twice? Yeah. Well, I love how attention. it's like a list of like you see Ding Dongs and a clingy negligee. It's mm-hmm. like... <laughs> Yeah, just stick with the most extremes. <laughs> yeah. Gone Girl. Because imagine you're like, wow. okay, 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 I'm on board. Clingy negligee. Clingy? No, I if can't. If it was a loose one, maybe. <laughs> wow. All right, next one. And I let, saw that movie. I saw it too. Yeah. I didn't like it that I much. I didn't see it. I read the book. I didn't, I didn't like the book. Feeling. The oh, ending, the book? I hate yeah. it. Uh. Next movie. And okay. let, me, let me spice it up for this one. Uh-oh. I'm going to read this? the sexual content for this movie. Blank, the mysterious woman whom Blank watches, 
has her own set of issues. One of them being that she has sex with too many people. We see her in an intimate relation, sometimes with her husband, sometimes with someone else. She's shown in the shower with her lover, both naked. Her full frontal nudity just barely obscured by the water and mist. We see his bare backside. They have partially clothed sex in the woods. They have sex in front of their window, which Blank watches. Blank desperately tries to seduce her therapist, pantomiming the big M during a counseling session and exposing her underwear. She unbuckles pants, sucks on fingers, stands on the porch in her free-flying robe and her underwear, kissing the man with her. It sounds like the, the product of women's liberation to me. <laughs> in a flashback, we see her stumble from a bathtub and a lover when she was 17 for about a year. She calls herself a whore. I'm going to read to you the other negative elements from this movie. As mentioned, Blank wakes up with vomit in her hair. There's also a mess on the floor. People lie and mislead and get embroiled in abusive relationships. A therapist struggles with impropriety. Blank expresses disdain for motherhood. I think Rank- I know what this is. Rankling at her job as a nanny. I wash the smell of baby off of me as fast as I can, she admits. Another troubling scene involves someone holding a baby who shouldn't be. <laughs> oh, wow. that's, such a, that's a weird way to put it. I know what this is. You know what this is? Yes. Do you know what this is? I don't think so. How old is this movie? Last five years. Is this a Ben Affleck movie too? No, but it almost is. Is it? I don't know. Girl on a Train? It's Girl on a Train! I was going to say Girl on a Train, which I also didn't see, but I read the book. Speaking of trains. Yeah. I know a girl who wants to be on a train. That's so funny. (laughs) The Girl on the Train is Teresa. (laughs) I did not see that movie, but I read that book too. It's so funny that the way that they put that, because... When she's holding the baby, she's trying to steal a baby and is, like, threatening She's trying to save the baby. Oh, yeah. It was depending on the perspective, right? Anyway. But they're like, someone should be holding a baby. She shouldn't be holding the baby. And my favorite part was, they show disdain for motherhood. (laughs) (laughs) Who would do that? How dare you? Who who could? Who would indulge in such a way? (laughs) I feel like you should read the review of, like... A movie everyone in the whole world knows. Well, maybe this one will be that movie. (laughs) Perhaps. I'm going to start with a paragraph where they break down the spiritual content of this movie. Love it. This film sports a very peculiar spiritual disconnect. Do you know the sex music is still on? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Wait, louder. Do you think that this is sex music? (laughs) Because this sounds like 1970s. Uh, cop TV show music. Yeah, what do you think sex music is? Uh, Are you okay? No. no. Guys, oh, what is it? Don't how tell Laura work? Dern, you guys. How does it work? Like, no, you can't mm. tell Laura Dern about this. I'm going to tell Laura. No. And sh- no she's going to laugh. No, I'm not kidding. You guys can't At tell you. her this. And then guys, that's tell the music Reese, you have sex to. Reese is like, this song? <laughs> no, they're like, no. he has sex to, to oh music from Fantasy Island? No, they'd be, they're nice girls. Turns out the biggest little lie was my masculinity. Champagne. All right. That's right, Kevin. Party that's one. a great song. Keep it up. Thank you. I'm trying to keep it it's up. It's a great song. That's not <laughs> sexy. That's what I need to do. It. It's like Dynasty. Here's the spiritual content of this movie. It's complicated. It's complicated. All right. That's the game. <laughs> <laughs> the film sports a very peculiar spiritual disconnect, especially when it comes to the character of Blank. She is the most raucous and crude of the group, but can shift spiritual gears in a heartbeat with absolutely no apparent awareness of that incongruity. 
After repeatedly encouraging Blank to have sex with any random man, Blank crudely and graphically sings the praises of one man's anatomy, then suggesting that the good Lord gave Blank access to it. Then she immediately falls to her knees to earnestly thank Jesus for her friends and their weekend. I know what this is, too. <laughs> I, I want to, before you, before you guess, okay. I want to read the final summary. Every movie made is aimed at a certain audience. Even this movie, the latest offering in a growing trend of raunchy female-led comedies, has an anticipated army of expected female supporters. That audience is apparently comprised of viewers who will chuckle at the sight of a woman constantly talking in crudely sexual ways. Then translating their words into seamy, booze-filled actions. They're the sort who will spit out their popcorn when a gal firehoses a crowd with an overfull bladder. And Gaffat, the full Monty side of a grubby homeless man pressing his bare genitals into a window. They'll even run out and write reviews that talk glowingly of the film's quote-unquote empowering qualities for a female audience. Call me the guy who pointed out that the Emperor has no clothes, but frankly, I don't understand any of it. Oh, big surprise. By the time this flick squeezes in a scene showing its female protagonist doing anything thoughtful or wise, we've already sat through an hour and three quarters of their crass self-destructive choices. This sleazy gal pal's gone wild flick is anything but empowering to female audience members or anyone else for that matter. It simply encourages impressionable viewers to go out and act similarly reckless, drunken, and debauched ways. And isn't that a sad state of affairs? Is this a recent movie too? Yes. I like that this writer thinks that movies should just be people like acting right and like (laughs) being kind and perfect all the time. Can we point out that that writer is a good writer? His oh. talents are being wasted. That's the that's the issue I it's found a in a lot of these reviews. I have, a, yeah. I have a guess for what it is, even though I haven't seen it. Just just based on sure. the theme of what's happening. Okay. Okay. Is it girls' trip? It's girls', it's girls trip! trip. I knew it. Yeah. And then once you did the fire hose of urine, <laughs> I was really like, oh, it's about girls. Kevin, we saw that movie with friends. We did. And I tell what you what, what kind of shirts did you make? We didn't make any. <laughs> feel the <laughs> feel, feel the haddish. <laughs> feel um, the grapefruit. <laughs> And uh, I tell you what, we were this audience that guffawed. We did. I spit on my woman. popcorn when she pee peed. Daring to pee. She did. And obviously, the commonality with all those movies girls. Girls. Yay. Yay. Tiffany Haddish is my kind of Proverbs 31 girls. Oh, amen she to that. A good amazing. woman who can find her. She pees all over her? New Orleans. <laughs> A woman that covers acre and acre of land. <laughs> with, with some sweet with urine. Some pee-pee. With some pee pee. All right. And that's been a little segment we call Plugged In. Plugging in, plugging in. Yay. Be Yay. sure to buy Glade re- refills. We are sponsored. That was the product. Clicking on the link no, in the bio of this. Yeah. We should. Do you episode. think they'll give us money if they hear this? I think if they hear this, no, they will charge you. us fees. No, 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 no. I think they'll sue you for Guys, using no their Guys, no one tell Glade. No one don't tell Glade. Big Glade. Don't tell Big Glade. Don't rat us out. Don't be Seriously? a Twitter snitch. At don't, Glade. Don't tweet at Glade. Hey, give GCF money. <laughs> at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter don't money. Don't tweet at Glade. Oh, boy. Well, guys... We're coming to the end of the line here. Oh, the end of the train. The train's Choo. pulling the in. Day by day. So let's just get into a different space here. Open our hearts. Mm. Open our minds. Mm. Just let the spirit move. Maybe take a moment to listen. Listen to what he's saying to you right now. 
Listen for maybe the faint sound of a choo-choo going off in the distance. All aboard! Better get on, girls. And let's take it. <laughs> the Polar Express. Starring Tom Hanks as every male character. Day by Day was a prequel to the Polar Express. (laughs) Some people stopped hearing the bell Mm. as they got older. Oh, that's so sad. Now you're in the Bell's Choir. Do you still hear the bell? I can't. Tara, the way this works is we're not here to promote ourselves or like... (laughs) Say what we're working on, where people can find us. That's for other podcasts. That's the kind of thing you would do on a if secular you weren't show. Paddington Bear. <laughs> <laughs> on, Paddington Bear would never promote he that never he is on Twitter at Tara underscore no, he, <laughs> he would. I, it's like no reason for me to promote Twitter because I don't know how to use it. But when Game of Thrones is on, I really do. That's some when you fun, go ham. But I live tweet it, so yeah. don't follow me if you don't want to know what's happening. <laughs> so check it on live Ter- tweet Tara's Twitter in a Game year and a half. <laughs> when Game of Thrones comes back. You know that like I like sometimes lay in bed terrified that I'm going to die before the last season of Game of Thrones. Oh man, is that true? Like what? So if, you're just what holding if, on for what that. If Trump, what about your daughter? What if Trump kills us all and we don't get to see the last season of Game of Thrones? Uh, he likes Game of Thrones. Choo choo. That's my response to choo-choo, that. Choo choo, baby. Choo choo, baby. It's like the oh, Kuna Matata. <laughs> no, I, I watch it. I just, I'm less invested, I think. Uh, I like it. But yeah, we're here in this space to uh, lift things up. Lift things up. To just lift. Just up. lift it up. To and, share. And be blessed. To invite others into your. Yeah. To invite others to listen to your podcast called Talk exactly. Like a Girl. Yeah, like yes. that available on itunes and That's maybe right. even like lift up what you're enjoying in the secular world and the right. secular culture mm. caroline why don't you why don't you show us how yeah, it's done i'd love to take it away yeah um if you guys could be lifting me up mm-hmm. at totem spirit wolf twitter and instagram that's where you can send your prayers mm. and uh this week i saw shape of water or what i like to call fish doink a movie <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. You guys saw Imagine it. if Amelie was grosser. <laughs> that's this movie. But that said, I really uh, I enjoyed it. It was very nice, very whimsical, aesthetically uh, pleasing. Aesthetically Except pleasing. Except for that one gross sex scene. Very like uh, visceral. That's gonna stop me from falling asleep while this music is playing right now. Now let the spirit lead you <laughs> to exactly slumber, it. if that's the Lord's yeah, will. To the- the never-ending sleep. Uh, so I'd recommend that if you uh, if you're interested in that movie, go ahead and see it. It's really going to stick with you. That's Ed Sheeran's favorite movie of last year. Didn't you? He said, oh, "I'm in I'm love in with the, the shape, shape of, of water." Gosh, Push and pull like a magnet. Dude. All right, Tara. That is a sexy. Would song. you like to lift anything up? Yeah, what are you lifting up? I'm just plugging myself, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> lifting up. Oh, it's if you guys yeah. could lift up yourselves to the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater on Sunset oh, themselves up. every Thursday at 7 p.m. Magic to do. For a little musical improv show called Magic to Do. Mm. That's it. <laughs> and your own podcast. Yeah, and my podcast, Talk Like a Girl. Talk Like a Girl, which is where you talk with a bunch of chicks about chick stuff, right? We actually... <laughs> <laughs> Women's Month. Do actually, um, four comedians. We have a, a comedy guest who comes on, and we explore a topic with them, and then we call an expert on the phone, and we learn more about the topic. Oh, I like that. At hand, whatever Lovely. we feel like Lovely. talking about. 
Some of my favorite episodes include Presidential Pardons, Mm -hmm. The Goldwater Rule, Mm. Impeachment, and How to Get Out of Credit Card Debt. Wow. (laughs) This sounds helpful. (laughs) It is. We do. We just, whatever we're thinking about talking about, we talk about it. Lovely. Well, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter on all the platforms. Uh, you can check out www.feelthedirt.com. That's right. All proceeds going to the Times Up Legal Defense. Um, by the way, I realized with this, and I'm not going to do it, but I could easily just not donate and keep the money. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Yeah, have but you set up any accountability? I mean, uh, this is my accountability. I'm telling you guys, so okay. I won't do it. I'm I'd like not to see old Laura Dern. I, t- I made a vow and to Laura. Witherspoon. Yeah. Send me a receipt. I will I, I will send you a receipt okay, if that's deal. what you want. Yeah, I'm an yeah. accountability partner. So there's like zero dollars going in my pocket. And then uh, I want to lift up. I want to lift up a, a, a new podcast called Launch about a guy named John August who's writing a kid's book called Arlo Finch. It's a fascinating kind of like documentary storytelling mm. podcast about how a book is made from start to finish. Mm. Oh, Really, really interesting. On the Wandry Network, they did Dirty John. Yeah, it's a really... Really interesting podcast. So nice of you cool. guys lift up other people's work like that, like Shape of Water. I know that they really needed they a boost. Were struggling. Guillermo was texting Caroline before, like, yeah, he's like, let's get this grassroots. <laughs> get it oh well, then I think I Say should probably time. take a moment yeah. to lift up the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, mm. uh, mm-hmm. yes. um, where uh, Dory Bless and Teddy em. just can't quite get on the same page. And it's like. <laughs> One of them is garbage, and the other one seems like a really nice person, and I'll let you figure that Who's out. Who's who? Watch and find out. <laughs> oh, then you can listen to my other podcast, Maisel Goys, with Alice Wetterland. We're going through Marvelous Mrs. Maisel every Monday. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, it's great. Don't blah, blah, blah. Oh, You're a great podcast. Okay. I wonder at what point people turned this off. <laughs> right <laughs> now. now. <laughs> and you can you can lift up the podcast at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter and on Instagram, Facebook.com slash Christian Fun Pod. Guys, join the Facebook group. Good Christian fan. It's popping. It is popping in there. In I spent so that, much time on there. It's it's way it's ruining my life in a great <laughs> it really way. Is. No, but it, it's terrific. People are connecting and doing life and fellowship together <laughs> in the Facebook group. You can leave us a review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. And every review you leave, we're donating a dollar to charity. Last month, the charity was Covenant House California. This month's charity. I'm so excited about this month's charity. In theme, this month's charity is a uh, nonprofit called Women for Women. Mm. Mm-hmm. They're great. They're scored really well on Charity Navigator, which I always check to mm. make sure we're not doing shisty ones. Always, always check. Um, women for Women has been around since 1993, and they help women in conflict-affected areas uh, like Afghanistan and Bosnia, mm-hmm. Iraq. Nigeria, Rwanda, and they do great stuff. They teach them career skills. They help them um, learn about their like human rights and what they mm. have entitlement to. And women are often really vulnerable in these areas. And if you rebuild them, you help rebuild the family hey. and the community. And it's really necessary. This is great. It is great. And if you want to help them, I have no skin in this game. I'm just telling you information, okay? You can donate. Why are you? What? Shut <laughs> up. so aggressive. <laughs> you, um, if you donate 35 Cut. a month, you can support a sister, which, which helps them learn training and to hang out in their community and, uh, yeah, and find a way out. So, Women for Women. Love great organization. It. Love it. Yeah. And as always, you can check out 
our Spotify playlist where every song, including Death Train, Circle of One Daddy, <laughs> Friends That Might Be Sisters, and all the don't songs eat the Tide we Pod. Don't Eat the Tide Pod Laundry Love. That's right. um, you can find all those songs on our Good Christian Fun Spotify <laughs> playlist. And that sounds like a terrific charity. T- Tara, Tara, Tara. I'm Caroline. Tara. Thank you so much for. Oh, and watch Paddington, Paddington 2. Tara, thank <laughs> oh you <God>. so much. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Please excuse his Paddington tick. Um, what? No, I just... This was the delight. Russo had the Paddington in me, me sees the Paddington in you. Celebrate. Namaste. 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 And there's nothing else to say except an olive tide pods people. <laughs> plug it in. Plug said. Amen. Guys, what song are we going out on? Oh, you know. I want to die, but how am I going to get to heaven? Mm. Every song from this era sounds like they're underwater for a little bit of it. Come on, ladies. We're going to heaven. Goodbye. If you let me, if you let me. What if TLC found G-O-D? Next week on GCF, we're continuing Proverbs 31 month by listening to the gospel trio Trinity 5-7. That's spelled T-R-I-N-I-T-E-E, 5 colon 7. <laughs> that was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>